Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones. On our program, we'll show you how to claim both personal and financial worth. With Brandy's experiences and that of our guests, our hope is that if you are struggling day to day and paycheck to paycheck, you'll find that your life doesn't have to be that way. Now, here is your host, Brandy T. Jones. Hi, everyone. I hope you are ready to go on this journey to balancing your life with me. Today, I have on my show a very, a very, uh, very wonderful individual that's going to guide us through how to balance our life when we're in over, <clears throat> excuse me, overwhelmed with loss or grief. And we know that sometimes it's impossible to balance your life if you're in those states of loss and grief. Trapped emotions can also leave a, leave wounds. And how do you get past that? That is one of the questions we're going to have our my guest today, uh, Michelle Petacolas, tell us about. Um, and let me tell you a little bit about Pe- Michelle. Michelle is a national speaker and an expert on the topics of loss, emotional wounding, and res- unresolved grief. She has a PhD in psychology and sociology from Indiana University, where she received the National Institute of Mental Health Fellowship. Producer of of the award-winning three-part documentary series, Secrets of Life and Death, she has been invited to present at professional organizations throughout the country, including UCSF, JFF, JK, JFK University, UC Berkeley, and John Muir. The National Holistic and Care Organizations and the Commonwealth Club of San Francisco. She was rewarded three grants from the Lord Simonton Foundations to bring her films and workshops to the career community, cancer community, excuse me. Through her unique program, Transform Your Grief and Thrive, she empowers leaders and practitioners to overcome overwhelm and stress by releasing tapped emotional wounds and limiting beliefs. She is a feature author in the soon-to-be-released anthology, Breaking Barriers. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Brandy, so much for inviting me. Mm. Um, tell us, I mean, I'm going to give you a moment at this time to tell us a little bit about you in your words so that my listeners can get a feel of who you are from your voice. I'd be happy to do that. So people often ask me, how is it that I got involved in working around grief and loss? And isn't it depressing? Well, mm-hmm. I... The the simple and short answer is that I got involved after my parents died, and they died six months apart in the year of 1998, and that so impacted me and so broke open my heart and uh, flooded me with emotions that I got curious, and that led me to make uh, my documentary film series, Secrets of Life and Death, and then that propelled me on this uh, course to uh, get my films out. I joined hospice, and I, and I, as you said, I got this grant from the Lloyd Symington Foundation to take my work to the cancer community. And so I've been working on this uh, and working in this field for probably 18 years now. But mm. what's interesting is I mentioned the term trapped emotions. Before my parents died, in fact, a little bit before that, I was... I had huge trapped emotions. I didn't allow myself to experience my feelings. At the age of two, I shut them down. And I have to say, nothing earth-shaking happened at the age of two. It's just that at that age, we're so susceptible to anything our parents say or do. Mm-hmm. And I had, unlike my sisters, I had bonded with my father instead of my mother. My mother was young and Three children was a bit much for her. So I bonded with my father, and he was transferred when I was two out of the country over to Japan. And 
my mother was left to pack up a household and three children and join him in Japan. And so I don't think she had any bandwidth for dealing with my grief at losing my, my father. And so I made the decision I was not going to feel my emotions and that I developed this pattern, this survival pattern, this survival mechanism of pleasing others. Mm. And those two things, the trapped emotions and pleasing others, they worked really well for a long time, did great in school, a National Honor Society in high school, Phi Beta Kappa mm-hmm. <laughs> in college. I was one of two graduate students in my class who got their PhD. But then I got into the real world, and suddenly it didn't work as well anymore. And right. my response, well, I got this teaching job in Minnesota and uh, at a Catholic college in Minnesota, and I did everything. You know, I joined the faculty committees. <laughs> I signed up for teacher training. I did you new classes. Busy. <laughs> I even coached the women's cross-country team. But mm. a year and a half into my uh, contract, I got a letter from the dean of students saying they were going to to stop. They were going to give me a terminal one-year contract. Well, I got to tell you, I was devastated. I went. I got depressed. I got sick, and then I ran away. And mm. what I did was, I didn't throw out my pattern. I didn't throw out my survival plan. Mm-hmm. I actually adapted mm-hmm. it. And what I did was, I decided I would only work for bosses who wanted me more than I wanted them. Mm. And so I undersold my talents, my ability, my uh, gifts, my education. And that went on for a while until um, I guess the universe was trying to tell me something because then my Mm -hmm. husband Mm -hmm. left me. And so there was that abandonment. So what did I do? Did I throw out my little survival mechanism, my survival pattern? (laughs) Oh, no, I adapted. And this time I joined a spiritual group a spiritual community that emphasized your relationship with the divine rather than worldly relationships. In fact, most people were not in in male-female relationships or any kind of relationships except with God. Fortunately, this particular practice was also practice of the heart. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Sufis. Have you ever heard of Sufis? They're kind of like the world. I have. Yeah, so that was what it was. It was a Sufi practice, and it's a practice Mm -hmm. of the heart. And so some 13 years later, my current husband shows up at the camp, and I've actually had a lot of healing, and I'm Mm -hmm. now able to get into a new relationship. But Mm -hmm. I realized that I needed to work on those early emotional childhood wounds. And you wouldn't think that, you know, okay, my father was gone for a few months. What's the big deal? But at the mm-hmm. age of two, it's huge. It's huge, And, it and is. I want to stress that, that for other people, if something happens between, you know, up until the age of three, huge impact that can mm-hmm. just color your whole life. And really, you know, in my case, it really um, limited me for a long mm-hmm. time. So the good news is that uh, I got my emotions back. Um, I was able to finish up business with my parents, who started dying right after I finished that program. Mm-hmm finished a business, bad news was I could feel my emotions then, and of course mm-hmm. that's why their death just, uh, mm-hmm. just hit me like a tsunami. Mm-hmm. But at the time Would I you? didn't know all that other stuff, and that's what made me curious and, mm-hmm. and make, start making these films so that I could find out. I was like, whoa, what is it about death? Right. And it's true, death right. will crack the shell. Mm. You know, and we all have our stories, and your story, and I can understand the part about uh, trapping our emotions and not feeling it, because I had a similar adventure, but I was a little bit older, even though it probably came from when I was younger, and I mm-hmm. did not realize that I had developed that at a, as a very young age, but I started using it when I became older. Yeah, and it was it was really easy to do. It was as if it was already in my body. So here it comes. I got my survival kit, and that's what I'm gonna do. But, right. You know, we're gonna we're gonna take our first break right now, and right. when we come back, I'm gonna ask you some questions, if I may, and we're gonna share with the listeners some of the times and your adventures and how you got to where you are now. So, listeners, don't go away. There's a lot more to come. See you in a bit.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money to find out more and to get your own copy of the book visit endthered.com and click ebook that's endthered.com and click ebook balancing your life starts with savings when you're confident in your saving you're more confident in yourself security can be a state of your finances and even more it's a state of mind just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. And I hope you're ready to, to go deeper into the grief and the um, the stored emotions, the trap emotions around this, so that if you're one of those persons that's feeling that now it has gone through something and can't seem to release it, I have the perfect guest right here for you that's going to help us on this journey so we all can get back to balancing our life. Even though this is going on, we're going to work through all of this to be on the other side of that. So I'm going to ask Michelle, Michelle, I have a question for you. And I know that in your introduction of you, you did touch on it a little bit. But let me ask you, and maybe there's something else you can share with us. And the question is, what drew you to your work around grief and loss? And I know you said your mother and father had died within a short period of each other. So is there any more that you want to add to that? Well, and if not, I have question. another question. Okay. So you you remember in my story that I had mm-hmm. gone off and done this uh, deep early childhood wounding healing. Right. But, you know, these things are layers of an onion, and you need to mm-hmm. keep on working them. And I, and I was, like, just newly from that. And so when I uh, was helping my parents to pass, I made a lot of mistakes because the other part of me was still <laughs> doing that escape and run away. And mm-hmm. so I, I missed what I later saw as, as important opportunities uh, for, for being present with them. I just ran away. And so I had a lot of regrets. And this is, by the way, very common, common for people after somebody dies, is to have regrets. However perfect they are, we're human beings. We make mistakes. <laughs> right. And so I had these regrets. And so in a way... I, I kind of felt like I, I failed uh, death 101 or uh, <laughs> caring for the dying death 101. And so making the film was my extra credit program. It was mm-hmm. my extra credit project to redeem myself. Mm-hmm. And in the process of doing that, I sought out people to interview that were my teachers. I was looking not for just any run-of-the-mill person who out there who was dealing with grief and loss. And let me tell you, most people weren't willing to talk about it anyway. Mm-hmm. But I right, was right. looking, <laughs> really, at the back in, 90, in the end of the 90s, people were not talking about death. I mean, no, they no, weren't. They weren't. <laughs> so the only people that were talking about it were like the Buddhists and the people mm-hmm. who, were going, who were going through an AIDS crisis, people in hospice. 
and uh, the people who had spiritual practice, those were the people that I was reaching. And so, oh my gosh, it was such an amazing journey to hear their stories and, right. and listen to their brave, revealing authenticity. What an empowerful training for me mm. to start to open up to my own heart and, uh, and to heal. Mm. And so then I would take these films, these gems, these beautiful mm-hmm. stories, and I would take them to the, out into the community. And then that would uh, enable people who were in the audience to share their stories. So this went on wow. for years. And then I took it to the cancer community. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. What heartfelt stories and what transformation and what changes in mind that would happen just in these little these little workshops. And I want to ask a question. When you're speaking of your films, that's the three-part documentary uh, series, Secrets of Life and Death, right? That's correct. Okay. I just wanted to get that out there again because I know I read it and I want to uh, let the listeners to remember that's what you're speaking. When you're saying films, it's a three-part documentary series, Secrets of Life and Death. And they are available on my website. And okay. you can see trailers on my website, so we'll, okay. we can talk about that later, but they are there, and, okay. uh, and they are in universities all over the country. Cause they, wow. uh, I had one um, hospice woman call me and say, I love your films because they really give people the sense of what it's like to face death. Mm. Mm. Okay. So you've told us about that. Now, there's another question I have, and it's, what are trapped emotions, and where do they come from? So trapped, then, trapped emotions are emotions that, or the feelings, the physical energy that is triggered by a traumatic event, uh, a sudden loss. And, of course, mm-hmm. when we're young, those losses are so much more impactful than later on when we have actually developed a certain amount of emotional maturity. And the trapped emotion is the, the emotional energy that hasn't been released. And so why don't we release our, our emotions? Well, we may try and release them, but what we actually need is to, to make the body feel safe and nurtured and nourished. And when my father left, in my story, my father left, my mother didn't have the bandwidth. She didn't have the ability right. to do that. And that's right. when that emotion got trapped. It never mm-hmm. was soothed. It was never healed. Mm-hmm. It isn't enough to just cry your eyes out. You actually need that social connection mm-hmm. to help you reassure, to be reassured, to reassure your body, to make mm-hmm. it feel safe again. So instead, mm-hmm. I trapped it. And the problem with trapped emotions, it's actual, it's actual energy. There is actually a chemical response to, uh, to loss, to any kind of loss, because it triggers these um, survival mechanism of the body, fight, flee, or freeze. Mm-hmm. And there are these, these chemicals that get released to prepare the body to fight, flee, or freeze. Mm-hmm. And when we don't release them, then it can lower our immune system. It, we, we have to hold those emotions down by... Um, muscular energy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I tell people, try clenching your fist really, really hard. And just hold that fist really hard and do that for about two or three minutes. And then open up your hand and feel what that feels like. You'll be really surprised. And then think, what would it be like to do that for a week mm. or a month or a year? Mm. That's what we're doing when we're holding our emotions in. We literally affect our physical body, our posture, our face, it all shows up in our bodies that mm-hmm. are holding in those emotions. Mm-hmm. So I want to really stress to people that emotions are not like, um, what is it, voluntary or optional. They are actually part of our, of our body's survival mechanism. Right. When we shut them down, we're shutting down key information. Right. 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 And when you while you were speaking about holding our fists, I did that. And yeah. the tightness that as I was holding it, but when I opened up my hand and released it, it was a it felt like a, a flowing starting. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. The energy but you hold that for a while and it again. aches. 
when you mm-hmm. try and open that hand. Mm-hmm. It aches. Mm-hmm. It's like it's hard. And mm-hmm. you can do that just for two or three minutes, and it'll feel like that. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. Um, so you've told us about that. So how can they affect our work and our relationships, our emotions and the trappedness of that? Okay, so I can go back to my story again. Mm-hmm. One is that it clearly affected my work. Instead of dealing with the emotions of losing my job, I just shut myself down more and more, and I ran away. I kept on running away. That was my response, was I didn't want to feel the emotions, so I avoided it. I would do anything I could to avoid it. Well, a lot of people out there do the same thing. They will stay away from things that are going to call what they think are going to trigger that emotion because they're afraid mm-hmm. of their emotions. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that in addition to whatever we learn as children about holding our emotions down, our culture doesn't support sad emotions or grief. We are, we are not encouraged to feel our grief in this no. society. No. And so we get a lot of um, reinforcement. I mean, boy, what, what do poor do the men have to deal with? Boys, they have mm-hmm. to learn how to hold their emotions back very early in their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, women have a little bit more leeway, but as they step more and more into the men's world and want to succeed as powerful women, right. they learn the same right. thing. They learn to yeah. hold their emotions in. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean I'm telling you to go and just cry all over the place. Because that doesn't release the emotion. That just, mm. that, in fact, people can have the opposite pattern, which is to get hysterical. And that doesn't release <laughs> the emotion. It, it, mm-hmm. You actually have to focus in and, and uh, breathe and mm-hmm. allow those emotions out in a safe place. You have to mm-hmm. soothe the body. Okay. All right. And I, I believe, you know, in the fields that I, I work with caring for people and I can I can when you're saying what you're saying, I can go back and relate it to specific instances when I've been with this these people and their patterns. They have found a way to not let the emotions come out and it has affected them, their lives or their health or whatever, because that is their way of protecting themselves. That's right. And, and and because it goes back way long time ago when they, when it was not safe. Exactly. And then as I'm speaking, I'm getting little tips of them holding on to these emotions is not helping them because you cannot heal unless you release it. They, they cannot heal as long as they hold on to it. Yes, and it yes. Can, and and the things that that can do to your body is is stunning. The mm-hmm. Harvard School of Public Health did a study of people who had had significant losses, and mm-hmm. they found out that those people were twenty one times more likely to experience a heart attack than people mm-hmm. who had not had a significant loss. We're not talking double. We're talking twenty one mm-hmm. times more likely, and mm-hmm. it held truth even for people who are not at risk of a heart attack. Those, mm. That's a stunning statistic. Mm. Yeah. So we need to let those emotions flow. We do. If, you, if you're going through something, talk it out. You know, find some safe place, safe person that you can share whatever it is that's in your heart that needs to come out around that, how you're feeling, so that you can have it out in the universe and not in your body. There's more uh, space I, out there in the universe. Can I add a little bit to that? <laughs> I'm sorry? Can I add a little bit to that? That's you can. great advice. Absolutely. We but have about a minute, tweak so it a go. Bit. You want to tell the story until the emotions, the tears flow. And then wow. you want to stop the story. Okay. Because I the like problem... That. and. This is the irony of the of the grief support group, is that when we tell the story of our loss, we re-trigger the emotion. Mm-hmm. But if we haven't been taught to release the emotion, we mm-hmm. literally re-stimulate and re-trigger the emotions over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. If okay. we don't teach people how to actually allow the emotions out, you know, we're, we're just keeping people in grief for like, you know, months. A month, months. <laughs> because okay. we keep on, it, it keeps on retrigging. And because of that need to be with other people, which is the other part of this whole configuration. Now, hold, um, hold that thought. Hold that is, thought. 
hold that thought. We're going to go on another break. Oh, and good when we idea. come back, yeah. I want you to go back into that particular part of our conversation. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Tune to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your saving, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money to find out more and to get your own copy of the book visit endthered.com and click ebook that's endthered.com and click ebook this is voice america women we are leaders in the forward movement of women's success This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. We're listening to Michelle, Dr. Michelle Pecola, um, telling us about the loss of grief and how that emotions get stored inside of us. But there's ways of coming out of it and to be able to release it. And she was going to give it, tell us about a little bit more about that. So, Michelle, tell us a little bit more how we can release the, the emotions of loss and I think we was also talking about work and re- our relationships and all of that. So, you're up. Well, I wanted to talk about the relationships because this mm-hmm. is really key. It's like there are these three key components of this whole trapped emotion. One is the body and, and the feelings. One is the mind, which I, I said, you know, the mind can, um, can give you problems if it, re-triggers, if it re-triggers the emotions through storytelling mm-hmm. in your mind. And the third is your relationships with other people. Because as human beings, and I want everybody to get this, that we are, in a way, animals. We're human animals, but we still have, in many ways, animal instincts and animal Mm -hmm. tendencies. And our particular animal um, pattern is that we're social animals. That means we need other people to survive. We do better when we are in community. I mean, you only have to think about the, the human baby. The human baby cannot survive on its own. It's not like a sea turtle that can get out of its egg and just, you know, race to the sea. It mm-hmm. actually needs to be mm-hmm. cared for and attended to for years. So Mother Nature had to figure out a way to keep us together. And so they created bonding mechanisms. So when those bonds are broken, it puts that human organism into a state of, uh, survival, survival fear, and mm-hmm. reacting, and that's where the the uh, all those hormones and all those chemicals kind of cascade into the body. So, having connecting with people is important. What I was saying before was that in the grief groups, a lot of people, and I ran grief groups for years, mm-hmm. uh, partner loss. 
that people won't leave because they're bonded to the other people in the group. And then they don't want to get better because they're afraid they're going to lose that bond. Whoa, talk about trapped. So it's a trick to, to teach them, or not a trick, but it's a, it's a goal to teach the people in the group how to, um, to release their emotions and actually celebrate each other's graduation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. find connection with other people. So those are all part of the, of the um, dynamic to grief mm-hmm. and loss, is to be able to take care of that emotional need. Sometimes what happens to people who have had a loss, even if they don't feel like it's a significant loss, if you've spent a long time with somebody, say you, you break up through a divorce and you're happy about the divorce, but if mm-hmm. you don't deal with, the, with that body's need for connection, you could go off and do a lot of stupid things. You know, mm-hmm. get involved mm-hmm. in new relationships that aren't really working for you because the body wants that bonding. Right, right, right. It's, it's amazing how being together with others can make it less, feel less um, tragedy or less, I don't know. Upsetting, less, yes. And yes. We, so I didn't tell you what, how Mother Nature makes us bond, but one of the <laughs> thing, one of the um, ingredients or one of the ways uh, she gets us to bond is through this really fabulous hormone called oxytocin. I'm sure all of you out there, all you listeners have heard of oxytocin. Mm-hmm. And we stimulate in our bodies that oxytocin when we nurse the baby, when we hug each other, and when we stare lovingly into each other's eyes. And right. so you can see how that we seek that out when we're in that oxytocin deficit. Because when you break a significant bond, you're in deficit. You don't have that, and you feel kind of crappy. Right. So you want right. to connect with other people to feel better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and I'm listening really good, but... Did you, by any chance, mention the one tip for releasing the emotional loss? Did I sleep it? No, no, I didn't sleep it. Or is there is there something else you want to tell us about that? Well, I can tell you something about that, and yes, I did, but I want to emphasize that one right. first. The number right. one tip is to allow your feelings. Allow to, your feelings. To That's start right. to allow okay. your feelings. And then in the process of that, process of that, you're going to find that having somebody else to allow your feelings with helps, you know, especially mm-hmm. if they can give you that sort of mothering that, that right. the body needs. And you have to master your mind. So mm-hmm. you actually have, you've got three for the price of one, three tips. One is to allow the <laughs> emotions. You. One is to control that mind. It just loves right. to jump in there and just kind of like press the trigger and make mm-hmm. you feel worse. Mm-hmm. And, and then you want to be with somebody who can really hold the space for you. Mm-hmm. Now, you can release your emotions on your, uh, by yourself, mm-hmm. but, oh, my gosh, it's so much better when there's somebody there that really it, it can uplift you, too, that can be there, that can hear you. The witnessing is very powerful. Yes, witnessing, and that's what I was going to come in with. The witnessing of that is because as you're going through releasing your emotions, there might be a time when afterwards that you might want to ask questions or that. They could have, give you some answers or some insight, what they experienced during that time, which still might better you for your process and help you along the way. Absolutely. So witnessing, Absolutely. Witnessing That's how we learn. For me, has always people. been great. Yes, has always been good. Um, is there anything else um, you can tell my listeners that can prepare them for the challenges of life? Is there anything? Well, start Paying attention to your emotions now. Become skilled at that. So that's number one. And how do we do that? Like getting to know your body. I mean, we are really trained not to pay attention to our bodies. Most of us probably reside up in our heads. And um, so how do we get a whole, get in, pay attention to our body? Well, certainly practices like yoga, any kind of physical activity but also you want to go inside. It's not, I mean, I was a long distance runner for years and I had great awareness of my body, but not my emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's also mm-hmm. going in and realizing when you've been triggered and allowing that to release. Mm-hmm. So you can do that. 
mm-hmm. to describe a little process that you can use for yourself, mm-hmm. and that is to sit, set aside a time every day in which you just check in with yourself. Mm-hmm. You do deep breathing, and you mm-hmm. check in with your body, and you notice how your body is feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the free gifts I'm going to give today, is a little mm-hmm. uh, recording that people can listen to that can help them to get inside their bodies and listen. Because mm-hmm. the body doesn't lie. And if we learn the language of the body, oh my gosh, this whole mm-hmm. world opens up to us. And we can mm-hmm. find out so much more what's going on with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I'm in my heart most of the time. And being in my heart opens me up to my body more. My yeah. mind gets crazy so I know not to live there. I can go visit every now and then, but not to live there. So I live in my heart. And I can feel and I take time to just relax and listen and feel what's going on with my body. And if you do that often enough and get to know your body, when something is not in balance, then you can immediately go over and figure it out and feel it and sense it and all of that comes to you and you say, oh, okay, I need to do this. I might need to drink more water. I might need to exercise. I just might need to just rest. Just take a moment to rest and let whatever else comes up, come up. And then you let it go and then you move on to something else. But yes, that's a very good thing. Get used to knowing what our body wants from us. Right, so then if you have that knowledge, Mm -hmm. then when you are dealing with a crisis, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to get involved in it, of course, but you'll Mm -hmm. have the tools, the skill to calm yourself down and Mm -hmm. to take care of your body's needs. We want to be a friend to our bodies. Mm -hmm. When we're a friend, when when we're good um, caretakers of our body, we we do just so much better in this world. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, and that's that is so true. That is so true. Uh, unexpected things can happen. We think all of a sudden we're devastated. Why is this happening to me, or why am I feeling this? But if you have not taken time to be with your body, it'll take you longer to find the answer. And once, if you start being more concerned and more grounded with your body, you know, then you would know it and it can be a much faster, easier process and it doesn't have to take a lot of people for years to figure out this emotions I have and what's going on. It's just right. start now. That's right. So start now. Start now. Get to know mm-hmm. your get to know your insides. Get to know your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I don't know if I mentioned this, but breathing is really important in releasing your feelings that you want to breathe deep and slow because the breath actually triggers um, the vagus nerve in your body, which has a calming effect on your body. So you want to be able to allow those feelings to release in a state of, you know, calmness mm-hmm. that helps mm-hmm. to soothe the human animal body. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have just developed this practice and someone, I got it from a friend, is that the way they practice and they take time for themselves on a daily basis is they set their clock for alarm for their birthday. My birthday is February the 10th. So every day at 2.10, my alarm goes off and I take time, just maybe just a few seconds to realize and to appreciate I'm here again and what's going on with me at this particular moment. And I'll deep breathe, I'll breathe, I'll just just stop for a moment. But that gives me the energy to continue on to do whatever whatever else I have to do or need to do. And it could be in the middle of anything, it's going off, and I do take that time. So, you know, we have to remember, we need to take time for ourselves. Absolutely. We need to appreciate and show gratitude for ourselves. And I'm Absolutely. A I love your exercise. I love what you, <laughs> what you have to do for yourself. Yeah. Um, the problem we, for, for people, do you have to take a break now? We take a break. And yes, we do. We take a break right now. And okay, we'll come good. back. Um, with no, no, I'll get back to that. <laughs> All right. All right, listeners. I hope you're enjoying it. Even though it's a hard subject to talk about grief and loss, you can find you can find some little jewels in there to help you along your way. So don't go away. We'll be right back. 
You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money to find out more and to get your own copy of the book visit endthered.com and click ebook that's endthered.com and click ebook balancing your life starts with savings when you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself security can be a state of your finances and even more it's a state of mind just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. I am enjoying the conversation with Michelle. She's telling us a little bit how to control and how to un, un, to release the emotions around grief and loss. She's, tell, she's shared with us how to, well, let's go inside and know more about our bodies, to listen to our bodies, to be able to find maybe someone to witness you as you, exper- as you experience experimenting or as you're experiencing going through the grief process it's good to have a community that you can feel safe with and I have found this to be so so true for myself a community where you can feel safe and then they it can help support you through your loss and your grief or emotions that you're just not so sure about so before we went on break Michelle had a thought she was going to share with us and then we, she's going to share that with us. And I also don't want you to forget, Michelle, to tell the listeners how they can connect with you um, if they so choose at a later date. Uh, you bet. I will. So the, the last thing I wanted to bring out, well, I'm going to repeat everything kind of uh, in a simple way. Uh, when you're dealing with trapped emotions, you want to, one, release feelings. So you want to practice releasing feelings. And you start wherever you are. Uh, just developing that practice and and be compassionate with yourself. Two, you have to master the mind because the mind is going to come in with with all these catastrophic stories and fear mongering, and you have to learn to master that mind. And then three, as you said, was having that supportive community. So those are the three things that uh, the three essentials you you need for handling your emotions and and releasing those trapped emotions. So is this a good time to tell people how they can uh, uh, get my free gift? Absolutely. So when I, when I was putting this together for you, I was going to allow them, um, I had one idea, but I have a, a, I've finished this, this gift, so I'm going to give them this. And this is a, an audio uh, download that is like about 14-minute audio recording that will help to release overwhelmed, stressed, and trapped emotions. It teaches you how to go inside your body. So this is a really valuable uh, recording that you do want. But in addition, what comes with it is a um, core wounds matrix or matrix or map that talks about the various core wounds and childhood patterns that we developed, survival patterns, and the 
kind of um, background that could produce those trapped emotions. So there's this lovely little grid that provides you all these, uh, to give you insight into what might be your own trapped emotions. And then it also has a little guide that talks you through it and helps you to use these, this information in a way to start to release the, release the feelings. So how do you get this? A really simple website is <laughs> www.release and spelled out thrive. No spaces in between. Releaseandthrive.com. How simple Wonderful. is that? That is now, so great. Now, if you are experiencing, you know, have experienced a significant loss and you need help with some very active grief as opposed to something that's from the past, if you go to my website, www.secretsoflifeanddeath.com. There is a little mini book, a um, digital book that you can download called Essentials for Grieving Well. And you can see it's in the right upper right-hand corner. There's a purple dinosaur hugging a rabbit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that's secretsoflifeanddeath.com. No spaces in and the and is spelled out. Oh, good. Good. All right. So we have some mo- a few more minutes. So tell, is there anything else that's on your heart that you want to share with the listeners? Things we might have already covered or something else that has come up while you've been talking? Well, I could talk a little bit more about uh, the trapped emotions and how okay. that uh, can impact your life. And that you really want to get a handle on this. Because, it, because first of all, a Most of the people in our culture, the whole culture itself, is so ramped up. Everybody's running around as fast as they can. Did you see that video where the hamsters are running around on a wheel Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. bowl? And they're just running around and they're spinning Mm -hmm. and spinning. Mm -hmm. That's us. Only Mm -hmm. they're having a good time. (laughs) (laughs) And we're running so fast because we, because somewhere along the line, we were taught to fear our emotions. And so we're afraid. I, I talked to this one woman last night, and she said, as long as I stay busy, I'm fine. I said, yeah, but that's not a good solution in the long run. That's that clenched fist. Right. It isn't Absolutely. a way to live a healthy, happy life. When right. we don't release those emotions, we can make ourselves sick. Yes. yes. And, it, and it also affects our relationships. I believe that I lost that first husband because I wasn't feeling my emotions. He kept on saying to me, you know, there's a missing ingredient. Well, I think it was my feelings that were missing. Right, right, right. You're not all the way present when you're not feeling your emotions. You can't, you don't have anything else to give because you don't, you can't give what you don't have. That's right. That's right. Or or that you're not aware of or you're so busy being guarded all the time. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. Okay. What else? You're talking. I'm allowing you to talk. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's see. Um, so uh, at the one of the things I like to talk about is using grief or loss as an mm-hmm. opportunity to go from surviving to thriving. So wow. I like to tell people that grief or loss or some kind of crisis or tragedy is also a huge opportunity. Because right. it so triggers the emotions, it so brings them up in our face that we can't ignore them anymore. Right. And any time you go in and become curious, it's a doorway. It's mm-hmm. that little thread that's going to lead you to everything else that's underneath. If you mm-hmm. just keep pulling on that thread and going deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's rich. Mm. It's really rich. And when you do that, when you open, when you finally open to those emotions, it's cathartic. It, it's mm-hmm. so releasing. It's ecstatic. That's mm-hmm. part of what I experienced when my parents died. I actually felt ecstasy because mm-hmm. I had finally allowed those emotions, emotions free reign. Right. And it was, right. it was like releasing that, that tight fist and saying, mm-hmm. ah, mm-hmm. it's okay. And so when you start to learn to, you, to allow your emotions like that, you can actually savor them. Mm. You can say, ah. I tell mm. people when they're going through grief and loss, savor this time. It's a magical time. Mm. Don't shut yourself down. Mm. The time when you've lost somebody, it's, it's amazing. It's like you're living between two worlds. 
Mm. And such magic can occur in those times if you're open to it. Right, right, right. Well, Michelle, I want to say thank you. Thank you for bringing your wisdom and your knowledge, your skills to the radio show. Thank you for opening up our minds and hearts to how to deal with our trapped emotions and to also give us a different light on loss and grief, the benefits of opening up and releasing it and feeling it. It's a gift. It's a gift. It is a gift. It is a gift. And, and, well, and there's another so side much. of that story, which is that um, that the universe wants us to be living, living fully in this world. Yes. And so if world. you don't, it's going to keep on sending you. <laughs> it's going to send you little trials and errors and, yeah. and tribulations until you start listening. Exactly. So, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed the show as much as I have. I hope I hope you have learned something that will help you. Should you have to experience grief or loss? You know, it's, this world is not guaranteed. We all will experience it at some time. But now you have a little bit more to put in your toolbox and on your tool belt to help you through those times. And don't forget her offer. Michelle, tell us one more time where they can get in touch with you through your email or your website. And okay, then we will so, be the, so the one for the, for the um, audio and the matrix is releaseandthrive.com. And mm-hmm. to get to my website uh, is uh, www.secretsoflifeanddeath.com. And that secrets is plural. You have to make sure to put that S in secrets of life and death, all spelled out, dot com. And that's where you can get the uh, grief essentials. And also um, there's an opportunity if people want to have a conversation with me. And that's explained in um, either of those uh, free gifts. Okay. Thank you so much. And listeners, until next time, be safe. Continue to balance your life. Enjoy the journey. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to catch the next episode of Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll see you then.